0: The following is a sponsored program on WBT.
1: Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McCazick from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haysen from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts Sunday, 9 to 10.
2: So refreshing. Yeah. So refreshing.
1: Weather is nice. Sun is out.
2: Golfers are golfing in the Queen City. No, I have a headset on. That's so refreshing. Oh, what? So you don't have to hear anybody? Because I have to give my headset away generally. Oh, you do. To our guests, because you get to keep yours. Not today. I don't understand how you get to keep yours, the guest gets theirs, and I can't hear anyway.
1: I was about to say, what does it matter?
2: (laughs) We have a, a really small refrigerator in our cabin, which has a door from our master bedroom. Okay? All right. And it's like two rooms into our cabin. You're, you're gonna have to explain to everybody what your cabin is. It's a, a man cave or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's our it. basement we finished off. There My you go. master suite's in our basement. But it's not a separate. Structure. I'm a hobbit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we were in our bathroom yesterday, and Reagan goes, "Man, that wine! It's a wine refrigerator, but it's a little refrigerator." She yeah, goes, yeah. "It beeps when the doors open, and I cut it off, and it's beeping." I said, uh, I don't hear it. And she's like, you don't hear that? I'm like, no. So then she proceeds to open the door, and I walk into the basement, and she said, you don't hear that? I said, nope. And we walked over there to the wine refrigerator. You're standing right next it to it. It doesn't you. have anything in it. One, yeah. of the, one of the kids had opened it and left it open. And I stuck my head in it, and my, nope, didn't hear it. <laughs> Did it? No, I heard it. Yeah. I heard it then. <laughs> That's like back in the yeah. That's that's she's baffled. I can't believe those those two kicker twelves and that eleven hundred watt amp did such a good job. <laughs> Goodness gracious! I'm so proud of those speakers I built. We had back those in too. high school. Yeah.
1: I don't think that's like a thing anymore, right? I, I don't mean, hear
2: many. I mean, there's a little bit of it. A little bit of bass, boom. go uptown. Yeah, you hear some of it. Hear some. We went to the Knights game uh, Saturday night. And uh, and we heard some. I think they were more like 15 inch or 18 inch. <laughs> they, they got they, more of a deep. 12s is old school. These are a little a little better. I had a 10, but we, it was we, in, a, we, in a virtual we, box. We you are Patrick. It. <laughs> So, uh, I will say the Knights got beat 20 to 1. What? By Norfolk. Norfolk beat the Knights 20 to 1. You play the Yankees. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, they do one heck of a job of entertaining the family losing 20 to 1. It's (laughs) hard to get excited when you're down 20 to 1. I mean, there's other stuff to do, they got a good food program. Well, there's a lot going on in Charlotte sports. You go out to a lot of, I think all of our teams are subpar. Well, we, we got Bryce Young. What do you think about that? I'm
1: excited. I am, too. We'll see. They got the, the slogan. I saw the billboards traveling out to uh, Shelby today. Young and ready. They got his picture up there. Oh, wow. He's ready. I guess he's already ready. Was that
2: the Panthers or was that a Pepsi? That was, I think it was the Panthers. Oh, <laughs> Same color scheme. Okay. Hard to know. tell. He already has, I mean, with the Neil, young, now you can promote any company at any young time. Young and ready. Well, he's he's out. You right? think he's... any of them sixth graders are making Neil money yet? <laughs> I'm gotta, I got to get Piper in the game. She needs to bring
1: home some bacon to the house. Speaking of bacon, that's the name of Scarlett's softball team. They're the
2: Bacons. Mm. Interesting, huh? They can't even have a real name? Interesting. They wanted to be the well, Bacons. Well, my kid's team is the Orioles. The, the Orioles. Okay, okay, just so, so right, you understand. All right. And the Forks. My kid. <laughs> my kid. Which one? Well, hoo- hang, hoo- hang on now. <laughs>
1: hang on now. I have learned this about Duworth Little League before I, I had a kid that played sports there. The Orioles were were not somebody that you wanted to mess with. They were pretty good. Back in the day, that was our rival. Brick McDermott was on for the For Orioles. my four years. That's right. That was I our remember rival. This conversation. And,
2: and I am now wearing a Andrew Roby today yeah. on my head. Woody, 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 Woody! I'm looking at the camera now. We have in our studio <laughs> so and Andrew Roby Little League baseball hat.
1: Man, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we get to see this at the Cornwall tournament because we're out there and we and we see the signs in the Roby field. And this is up on the big field, Patrick. Not it, down there I, with I, the I understand.
2: kiddies. I, Not in the kitty games. I understand. We Little League. we this is this is still
1: youngsters here, but it's cool when you go there on a Saturday and you see a bunch of kids running around with Andrew Roby and Roby shirts. It is good. I mean, it's, Roby
2: uh, Roby Services, Roby Electric. Who who? It, we uh, got? We got
1: Roby services out there, and we got an injured Roby team, I believe. Wow. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's cool, man. I mean, I think that it's something that y'all have done and you grew up with. Uh, those of us that aren't from Charlotte, I mean, we get to see it at the Cornell tournament, but I didn't grow up with it until now. I have a daughter playing in that league. And uh, it's neat, man. It really is. It's kind
2: of makes I mean, you feel proud.
1: It's cool. I think
2: we've been doing Dilworth Little League for 60, 70 years or something. Well, and your your uncle,
1: yeah, no, no surprise, mm-hmm. to, to was a Volunteer of the Year, and it says his name on the side yeah. of the concession stand. I've never noticed
2: that at the Cornwall Tournament before. Yeah. No, Don Don was always coaching the Andrew Robey team and yeah. dragging the field. Hey. With the old, with the old chain link yeah, man, that's the real Pulling drag. Thing.
1: I hear you. You gotta
2: get that thing right, and you got the line maker. like you tilling a little mini garden or something. <laughs> spray some water on it, and the mound's gotta be just right. But that was good days. I good enjoyed days. playing baseball. It's it's fun. The reason why we went to the night's game, number one, it's a fun thing for the family to do. But number two, uh, Ford is getting into baseball now. He's playing coach pitch, and and it's kind of. Rounding, I think I've said this on the show, rounding that corner getting excited. Yeah. And talking about we went to our girls' soccer game the other day, uh, Gas and Christian and and they were playing a baseball game behind it. And it's I went cool. to the bathroom, we walked by the baseball. And Forrest it Good gracious, you see how fast that guy threw the ball. They are good. I said, son, we're going we going to the Knights game.
1: No, my, my brother his kids go to a school similar. And we talked about this to Gaston Christian. And my nephew uh is a freshman. He played J V but got caught up when the J V season was over. He got called up. Now he's a bullpen catcher. Wow. So he's playing varsity. That's they, impressive. They made him dye his hair blonde. Other than that, it, you know, it's doing the all coach the, made it, the whole team. That did. sounds like it's against whole the whole team. Died their blonde they hair made. blonde. They didn't make the whole team. Did
2: nobody getting made to do anything these days? It let me is just a go ahead sign of solidarity. Just the way the world's evolving. <laughs> we'll take us out. Solidarity. Sound. Who we, got? Who we got? I got one more question. Hockey playoff. I don't watch hockey. Don't care about it. I don't much either. But do. man, I watch a game. They move that puck around like it's a little, <laughs> like like it's their finger. It's a flat baseball. It's crazy. That's all I have to That's think about hockey. They baseball. moves baseball around. I I'm out of the game. I'm a little washed up. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think I can – I can't do anything. Okay. So we got Steve Proctor. Uh, Steve Proctor. <laughs> a dear, a dear, one of my very best friends uh, from YPO. We've known each other for about 11 or 12 years, and uh, he has him a place up in Banner Elk. So when I go up to the mountains, we hang out a little bit. He's from Nashville, Tennessee. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby.
0: The following is a sponsored program on WBT.
1: Welcome back to At Home with Ruby. I'm Patrick MacIsaac from Ruby Commercial Services on the Trent Haston from the Ruby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, I think I'm supposed to say something else after that, that. If you don't, I didn't say.
2: If you didn't catch the first segment or last week's show or the last 100 shows, go back. We're on the internet. We're on all this stuff: Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. You didn't say polygraph. Face. You, didn't you say. can't
1: lie on here. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say facegram this time. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. Now, we, we are supposed to say the the Roby family of company. Do you know, Roby family company has we have a tagline. Did you know that? Get it all done by one. Ooh, I did not know I'm that. I am supposed to work that in. I might need some help on the next one just remembering to do that. And then talking about our social media. You know, I don't know. Got to make sure we do it or these marketing people like Sarah are going to get mad at me.
2: Okay, who's our ga Steve, 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 you gotta hear. Sarah is our marketing lady. She she did a show about six or seven years uh, shows six, of, six or shows seven, shows seven years ago. ago. It seemed we seem so familiar. It seems like decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, well, how you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing well. I've uh, I've lost uh, I've lost several ruby golf balls. Um, so
2: <laughs> hey, I've,
0: man.
1: We appreciate my part. marketing, right? Someone's going to find those judges. If you could hit them through like like a really nice house's window, that would be good too. No, that is not good because <laughs> they don't know it's not me It's my buddy. Who's I, your competitor? I,
2: not, we, none. Shrieks on. Any. Yeah. You want to start sabotaging them?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I did that once in uh, Las Vegas for a trade show. A competitor got me
2: uh, a
0: venue that I really wanted. Um, and so my I, my folks went out there and put the uh, put the menus we replaced them all with our with our product and price list.
1: <laughs> oh man. That's pretty good. Was, this, was was this a friendly competitor or was it uh, I guess after that it probably wasn't too friendly. I would take
0: it. I don't think they'd make the friendly kind. <laughs> <laughs> I run <into> them.
1: <laughs> you got to have respect for that though. That's that's pretty good. Um we had, who was the guy, who was it uh, Jeff DeVood that came on and put his picture on everybody? He
2: still has two <laughs> two pictures in my office are still framed with his face.
1: So he, he was at, at Trent's office. We couldn't have him into the studios during COVID. And we, we came back to Trent's office and he had cut out his head and replaced his head with Trent's head and all his family photos in his office. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. That is good. And it's a good show. If you, if you didn't catch yeah. it, Jeff Davoud. And we're, hey, we're doing a little business together, too, with uh with their heat, tra- heat tracing a, business. Yeah. He's a
2: real estate partner. Yep. He's a partner in yep. a yep. parking Absolutely. shop out on Wilkinson Boulevard. Yes. That's and, the way the world spins. Thank you for that, ODI. I appreciate it. So, uh, Steve.
0: Yes. What state are you from? I am from the 50th coolest state. The Union, South Dakota. South Dakota. It used to be 49. It used to be 49, but North Dakota, they found oil. And, uh, they have a good football team. And I run into North Dakota here and there, and I'm always like, don't start acting like you're cool. I know that before. So. But I'm, so, I'm, so I, but I'm you, from the Block Hills you, South
2: Dakota. You so. always <laughs> wear a flat-brim baseball hat, a San Diego Padres hat, and it says SD. Is that for South Dakota?
0: That's what I like to say. It is a San Diego habit. Right now, I have my ebidah. I got a bunch of ebidah hats. Yeah, I, I
1: like saw. That's what you have on your LinkedIn. I'll show it to Trent real quick here. That's cool. We need to get. We need to get some
0: of these. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, you like that. You know, in a, in a divided world, it's like the one message I think we can all get behind.
2: Yeah, I understand that. It's one language. that doesn't lie, right? Black and white. Just like your LinkedIn picture, black and white. That's right. Joker, that Joker can be elusive. So, so Steve, Steve, uh, Steve, and I really got to know each other. Steve's a YPO uh, brother, and we were on a planning committee about seven or eight, maybe years ago. And uh, and he is very entertaining and very intelligent. Let me just leave it at that. Those
1: are well, two I'll, pretty good <laughs> things.
0: Yeah. I'm also not working, <laughs> and uh, and I tried to paint. I'm terrible. I tried to do some woodworking. I luckily got my fingers. I don't know. I feel pretty. I feel pretty amateur these days lately. But that's a nice compliment. So and
2: Steve. Thanks. So Steve, tell us. You grew up in South Dakota. Well, I mean, what was life like in South Dakota? You're our first South South Dakota origin fella. Is it a South Dakotian? I don't know.
0: South Dakotan. South Dakotan. It was. You know, I grew up next to the Black Hills, and it's. There's some plains up there, and it gets very, very cold. I think it's it's quite cute uh, with Southerners when the snow comes. Um, cute. I, I have a place in North Carolina in Banner Elk that reminds me very much of the Black Hills, actually. Really? Um, yeah, there is there is that side of North Carolina has uh, you know there, there's a little bit of a pioneer spirit, you know, coming from what do you guys call it, the Triad or the, the that area uh, that what is that plateau called? Tri Cities. Tri Cities, but unless you have a physical feature that's kind of um, uh, the geology there in that part of North Carolina, grandfather, um, or yeah, uh, well, if you I blowing mean, rock, you all live now you Charlotte, but nah, anyway, he's I past said, blowing rock. When you got when 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 North Carolina when they started you know settling the western part of the state, getting over on that Banner outside was was kind of like a bridge too far for you know a lot of folks back then when they were riding horses. So I kind of. Uh, so, yeah, South Dakota, you know, there was Deadwoods there, the Gold Rush um, was kind of the genesis of that, of that area of the world. Uh, back before Settlers, that part of uh, North America was where Indian tribes would meet annually uh, for like a kind of a spiritual conference, if you will, back then. It's, so it's renowned among Native Americans. And I definitely feel that one on occasion when I go back. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Spearfish Canyon. Um, if any of your listeners have been there, I think they'd would say it's a beautiful place. It's just hard to get to. And the the next closest town to where I grew up was Denver, eight hours away. So I would say growing up there, wow, jeez, there was a sense of uh, there was a sense of you know when I meet people in Nashville where I live today, and they may be from a small town. That small town is an hour or two from a big city center. <clears throat> and when you're eight hours from the next city center. There's a lot of dreaming that goes on when you're chopping wood uh, in the in, in the wintertime and uh, hauling it and, and cutting trees down. Of like what it would be to be out of there. So I spent a lot of my childhood uh, in my high school years just uh, thinking about what it would be like on the other side of of uh, civilization, which was which I think served me well because. Um, I remember look, watching a Denver Broncos football game and thinking everybody in that stadium must be a millionaire, like how you could ever afford to go to a game. I mean, gosh, what, what a crazy concept. And, and since then I've had the you know, opportunity to you know, go to those, but I try to treat them, I try to treat those experience with the wonderment that I remember imagining them as a child.
1: Wow I mean I think you do have to be a millionaire to go to an NFL game these days by the way the, t- the way the ticket prices have gone up but that's really it almost sounds like I mean like an Alaska type feel what you're saying uh, yeah, which eight you're hours from the next city that's
0: which is unbelievable
2: Denver. yeah that's crazy as well as I know Steve and as good of friends as we are you I've haven't never heard, that. heard that perspective. Steve, where'd you go to college?
0: or at the University of South Dakota I call it the Duke of South Dakota. Um, There's
2: that SD we're coming up. Where, <laughs> yeah. Where's the SD South Dakota, or is it San Diego Padres on the ball? It, it's actually
0: a Padres hat. <laughs> I, I I wear I wear it, uh, you know, just for, I'm able to say it's South Dakota. But I, I find, I wear a, I also have a Yankees hat and a Milwaukee Brewers hat. And I'll just say on, on the hat front, if wearing a baseball hat, I when I wear it, I just, I honestly, I'll go out and I'll, run around Nashville and so many people are moving here from other parts of the country. Yep. Same here. I'm amazed at how friendly people are with baseball teams. They'll want to come up and, you know, they'll, they'll introduce themselves and they'll, we'll talk about players. It's, it's just, a, it's a baseball has a very special, um, a very special uh, bond among baseball fans and people from, from cities. I'd recommend it if you haven't done it. I know Charlotte's that way, too. So, a lot of folks moving to town. So let me ask so. you,
2: if I wear a hat, I used to have a a royal blue with the Brewer's mitt on it hat, the same one you wear. Uh, I used to wear it a lot. Do you have to study the team as a grown person and, and be able to talk shop with them, or can you just say, I just like the hat?
0: That's exactly I bought my New York Yankees hat when I was at a Dave Matthews show, uh, Madison Square Garden. And I had, in, in Banner Elk, I had um, a, a, an older gentleman come up and say, are you a Yankees fan? I was like, not really. I just love the hat. And, and the city was so good to me when I was there. Oh, was intimidating plays. And the guy played for the Yankees. What? <laughs> oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't recall his name, but he, uh, his wife and I, and he's, we talked for probably 20 minutes. Uh, just wore a baseball hat. It's just a great. It seems like knock down, you know, walls when people want to get to know each other.
1: No, I I would agree with that. I mean, especially being in a city from Charlotte's a lot like Nashville, where no one's from here, and so it's a great conversation starter.
2: Yeah, I think I think our cities have a lot in common. Hey, Steve, believe it or not, we got to go pay some bills. Will you stick around for a few minutes? Absolutely. All right, Steve Proctor on the At Home with Roby show. We'll be back.
0: The following is a sponsored program on WBT.
1: Welcome back. Get Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby Family of Companies. The Roby Family of Companies. Get it all done by one. Get it all done by one. Did you like that? Son dude I have said the same thing at the intro of this show for five years six years almost now. It's hard to switch it up. I'll tell you it's like autopilot. You didn't have Sarah Strauss
2: <laughs> in the hall So
1: she did tell me on Friday that she has conceded to the fact that you're never gonna pronounce your last name correctly.
2: Well, I okay. told her join the club my last name gets
0: why well, I got a buddy I got a buddy out Sunday. of Atlanta.
2: Hill Hardman and uh, (laughs) H-I-L-L, and I I talked to another buddy from Atlanta this morning, and I said, man, I I was hanging out with Hill and his twin brother, John, and he's like, you said it wrong, Trent, it's (laughs) Hill. I was like, dang. Like a Tar Heel? Kind of like a brand. I'm the one that branded the dang thing. What's
1: funny, though, is that your last name is is obviously Haston, but Siri thinks it's Haston. And I've heard you called Haston a ton of times too, so it's not uh go, Call from Trent
2: Haston. I'll tell you about that. Trent Haston. Okay. So I Steve Proctor's a tall drink of water. Good handsome man. (laughs) Looks like he come on rode in on a horse from South Dakota all the way to North Carolina. And uh he has a pretty good mustache. Check him out on LinkedIn, Steve Proctor. Uh He's wearing the EBITDA hat, and that is a nice. I took stash. him up to Diamond Creek this past summer, and I was looking for a picture. I had my mustache cut in pretty good there for a couple months. You, you, you <laughs>
1: did, you did. In fact, you went to one of the job sites and, uh, who told? Oh no, this is it. That that that's Jeremiah uh, Romeo from our team had a nice mustache, and he said, "Hey man, it's weird. Ever since I've had this mustache, I keep getting applications to be a firefighter, and I think I'd use that joke against yeah. you, but it wasn't. It wasn't original for well, me.
2: Well." St- I took Steve to Diamond Creek, and uh, and our pro, who, who's a wonderful guy, very reserved, he came inside. Steve had gone outside, and he goes, Trent, I, I'm baffled. Where do you get these people? <laughs> 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 so, Steve, you, you, you go to South Dakota. What would you study at South Dakota? On the,
0: on the mustache front, I, I did <laughs> shave it uh, at, at, at the at recommendation of a friend of mine. Just to change things up, it, I got sick of paying for coffee and newspapers and not getting served first at busy bars. So I grew up it back. It's <laughs> well, important uh, it's social equity. It's, it's it's kind of fun when you meet someone else with a mustache. That's another way, like you just basically you got a friend.
1: T- t- hey, man, uh, time out. Do you do you have a
0: mustache comb? I don't. I do not have a comb. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That might be a little. That might be a little too much. That
2: might be taken too. Did I go too that far? Might, that
0: might, yeah. I have a tendency to do that. I
2: don't that. think he cares yeah. about the mustache. <laughs> I think he just cares that he has a mustache and he bonds with people. <laughs> yeah. Steve's all yeah. about relationships I, well, I, I I and see experiences. That. I will say on that committee that we first really became best friends, uh, we had met a couple times before. Yep. I was the transportation chair for the committee, which – Is a thankless job and there's not much to do. And for three days in a row, Steve and his wife Michelle went to the airport with Reagan and I and greeted people. How fun was that, Steve?
0: Oh, that was great. That was great. That was in Mexico?
2: I wish you'd have had your mustache then. I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah, no, I I would have been probably a better, more important committee had I. I think I I had, for those listening, I had filled out a, a form of, uh, like, feedback for a prior conference, and uh, I was critical of it. And then they, they called and asked me to be a part of the conference to make it better, and I said, sure, and I was, I was in charge of the bathrooms and, uh, <laughs> at the airport <laughs> in Mexico.
1: So you're just like, hey, they're over there. Nice welcome to Mexico. Hey, the bathroom's over there. Well, that's kind of what I'm, but with the mustache, it sounds so much cooler.
2: But It's like, yeah. yo, the bathroom's over there. And people are like,
1: that guy's got a mustache. Steve, I don't care yeah. about
2: what you did studied in college. <laughs> tell the, tell the story about you giving away your car
0: because it smelled like barbecue. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, uh, I had this old BMW 740 IL kind of, it was 2001. The last year they made kind of the longer ones. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but as like a younger professional, you know, part of it what motivated me and I think a lot of people is that car that you always wanted. And I just thought that was such a baller yeah, car. Yeah, those things are <laughs> sweet. I remember those back in the day. Yep. And I and I bought it uh I bought it used and um, and I've had it for years and years. Pro- this is now I had it from uh probably I don't know, oh four or five, uh, until like two thousand sixteen maybe. And I, I had it, a business uh uh, called EdgeNet, and we had redone a, a building in this area in Nashville and had a restaurant there uh, called Holy Chow, and the, the guy that owned it was really good with barbecue, had a smoker outside, and he had a Blackberry uh, barbecue that he smoked all weekend, and I had left my car there uh, <laughs> over the weekend. That'll happen and, sometimes. And, and the prevailing wind had, uh, had, had blown the, the smoker smoke on this car, in throughout this car for you know what would have been probably three days, and I got back and I drove it and it, I love the smell, but I mean that there's sometimes you know you're you know th- good things can can be a little much after a while, <laughs> and uh, I started I couldn't like I'd get out and people were like who is got blackberries in their pocket like, that's me I, I mean I couldn't like I couldn't go anywhere without. <laughs> I took it to a shop and the guy said that they would have to take it apart and wipe down every part that, that was just BlackBerry. Oh it and, and so I was, uh, out, I used to hang out behind the building with the, with the, uh, with the cooks, um, you know, kind of part of my, my, my journey to go back to friends in low places when I was running this business. <laughs> and I was talking to this, uh, this cook and he, and he and I got to know each other and he, uh, he had a disabled child. Um And just the, the, the plight, the transportation plight that they had uh, just touched me. Um So I just gave him my car right there. I gave him the key. Wow. And I took an Uber home, and Michelle is like, is, you know, <laughs> friend's wife, Reagan. She's like, where's your car? He's like, I gave it to this guy. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I I asked him, I, I said, I probably should take the license plate. I've never done this before, so I took the license plate. And he found me the next day. He's like, "Look, I'm getting these tickets. The cops are letting these tickets because I parked here." <laughs> so, giving away your car isn't really easy. I had to I had to uh, go in and do, you know kind of uh, do some things to make sure he wasn't financially exposed. But yeah, I, I gave him the car, and then I went without a car for a little while, which was kind of nice. And. uh ubered around um yeah that's the story
2: and then he had and then now he has one of his i think is, is his main vehicle is a jeep a, a bad to the bone jeep like a wrangler wrangler yeah that's right and he that's takes right. the top off you let
0: the top off all last winter I left the top off for fourteen months, yeah. And I was driving up and back to Banner Elk in that time.
1: These things have really good uh, heaters though. I, I will vouch for that, but that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I you know <laughs> With icicles funny. on your mustache. <laughs>
0: that's even cooler. Yeah. Yeah, I would uh I I kinda love the elements. You know, sounds I sounds like it. In, my, in the back I keep like a rain thing and I keep something warm and I've got the hand warmers, but just something about like I, I think this probably is like when i was a kid in south dakota like i remember walking outside but like, again these winters are very different than what we experienced down here and uh i remember like looking out the door like i don't think i'm gonna i may not make it back <laughs> and i but i but when i would walk out i'd kind of lean into it like let's go let's do this you know when you're when out and had to chop some more or go haul it or do whatever and i had this uh old Wood burning stove in my garage when I was a kid, and that thing was my best buddy. I'd go chop wood and I'd come back in and warm myself Mm. by it. When I was thinking about doing, getting out of South Dakota, yeah, and uh, and I I actually bought that. uh, I bought that several years ago. My parents were moving, so I I I say I bought it. I had them. uh, I shipped it to North Carolina and put it in storage. And then put it in um, my place up in uh, North Carolina because that, that thing and I spent a lot of time together that would bring Hold up Hold on,
2: which, which, which the, the one in the, the one, t- one you, did. yep, that's right. That's that one. The, the one night. in the tree yeah. house? Yeah. That's, that's from your childhood? That's really yeah. cool. Dude, yeah. we, I mean, President's Day weekend, we went up there, we stayed at Eagle's Nest, which is about a five minute drive from, from Steve's uh, cabin and I took Reagan and my mother in law and all the kids over there and Steve has a friend, uh, he takes such good care of people. He's his friend from he wor- when he worked at EdgeNet. That guy took J D took care of Steve, he took care of him and, and we hung out in the treehouse with this wood stove I bet for five hours and
0: painted. Man, like that we sounds were awesome. like we were artists. Right, Steve? Oh my gosh, that was so great. And, and now your daughters painted the most beautiful pictures and Patrick I like they they painted them so well. I They're really talented, yeah. I'd love to be a painter. I'd love to be a songwriter. I just have to envy these skills and people. And uh, Trent's Trent's kids have, uh, you know, ooze talent. And uh, I didn't, you know, as much as I loved having them up there, I I actually kept the paintings. Um, And we took his painting.
2: That's right. And we have it. We're hanging it up. I mean, it's an official prominent painting in our home now. I'm going to tell people it's worth Millions. That's
0: right. That's right. Like, your a, house
2: is worth a hundred thousand. That's an original me? Proctor. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it is an original Proctor. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Uh, will you stick around? I want to have you on the last segment. We'll tell a couple more stories. Sounds great, right. Steve Proctor. When we return on At Home with Roby. Welcome
1: back. To At Home with Roby. I'm Pat. Isaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haysen from the Roby family of companies. Roby family of companies get it all done. TJ said,
2: one. "Get your ears fixed, Trent." Goodness gracious!
1: About and if you don't, mind.
2: and if you don't do it on your own, I'm gonna blow them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel right now, Steve? What? What would you say?
0: I feel good. I feel feels, good. Can I you find, hear? Find we can. Yeah, I can hear
2: you. <laughs> so, Steve. Uh, you're very privileged because not many people get asked to come on the last segment i think we need to have like 18 shows we got stories out <laughs> the yang yang but uh you you sold your business several years back um which you built this business Edgenet, and then uh, now you're really intrigued by the ai industry you
0: want to talk a little bit about oh, your yeah. intrigue for that yeah i don't know if i'm intrigued or like i'm trying to um, I'm trying to have a positive outlook with it. I think there it is going to be interesting. I can see some, you know, some applications for it, like you know, radiology. I mean, why would you not want to have the very smartest thing ever decide read your X-rays to tell you what's wrong? Um, but I do, uh, I do see where um, I get the sense that we're all going to have an AI personal assistant that kind of can go out there and run your personal values and algorithms against the world's information and sift it for you and and then decide, you know, give you options on how to behave or act or what to do or what to read. Um, which in some ways that sounds, that sounds terrific. Um, but in some of the things I've I've watched, I think, you know, I kind of, I described it to Michelle as I'm worried everyone's going to have a nuke. I mean, I want to be positive, but I think there are people out there that, um, I've been. I'm from the tech industry. I mean, that's where I where where I built my career, and I I, I'm not really uh, I'm not very bullish on their ability to see uh, on their ability to weigh what's going too far versus yeah I agree with engagement, and I I don't I, I think we need to be careful about the stewards of what's happening here, I, and I don't I wonder if the genie's out of the bottle. Actually, I'm not sure that there's any regulation in the U.S. that can stop it. So. Mm. It's um, it's funny you said that. It's a, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yo, know, you said the word genie. I was just showing Trent. I, I have the genie app, which is a which is an <laughs> AI tie-in. Um, but I'm with you. I mean, it just seems like if this gets in the hands, and it already is, right? I mean, let's be real. I mean, it gets in the hands of the wrong people. I mean, it just seems very dangerous.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a YouTube. Uh, um, a presentation by uh, Tristan, I think it's Tristan Harris. I think he did the social dilemma. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, yeah, it's,
1: unbelievable!
0: It's, it's, it's beautifully done. Um, he uh, he co hosts uh something with, called the AI Dilemma, and it isn't you know, it isn't AGI or artificial general intelligence, it isn't the idea of what GBT 5 was going to bring. It's like what's out there today, and what's out there today, um, is uh. They, you know, they were they had one demonstration on this uh, documentary where they just asked the AI to go find you know security vulnerabilities and in some effort that they were going to go do and write some code to exploit them and it did it in you know less Real than ten time. seconds.
1: Real time, yeah.
0: Like, I think like and from the tech world, I mean, you know, I think if, if I think people that are out there that have the experience would probably this would resonate that you know. The general person looks at the tech world and thinks, oh, wow, they just—it it must be very organized and it must be thoughtful. And, wow, they do amazing things, uh, and so they must really have their ducks in a row. And I'll tell you, I think it's a lot of making sausage. I've been in those rooms. I worked for Oracle. I've, I've been with some very smart folks, and uh, they're going fast and they're gaining share and they're gaining attention and they're skipping uh, they're, they're cutting corners and that's mm. i think those those are the things i kind of worry about when it comes to something as as good as ai there's a there's also an ai uh, this 2016 or 17 an ai documentary about the game go which is a very complex uh game that is in the pacific asia region region and they uh uh I want to say that AI right now is like a, a player rating of 1,700 and the world champion is like a player rating of like 300. I mean, it's just to compete against something like that that is always going faster and, and most efficient. I mean, it just feels like when people get a hold of that, the people that thirst for power or money – you know, I'd like to think our better angels win, but sometimes I worry.
1: Oh, I, I hear you. I mean, for those that aren't, I mean, it's as basic as, like, I. I on Sunday we had said, hey, Jeannie, make me a meal plan that's low-carb and that's dairy-free, only for dinners that's easy to make. And literally in two seconds it starts spitting it out for you. And then you ask it to make a grab I mean, so there's all, there are little things that even anybody can do with it, but I'm with you, Steve. Like, the, the overarching I mean, it just gets smarter and smarter and smarter. I mean, everybody's seen Terminator, right? I mean, I know that's a bad reference, but, um, I mean, that's what happened.
0: Well, I like, I like the business y'all are in. I don't, I don't see any yeah. AI apps that are going to insult you. With being a plumber. Build a wall,
2: yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so are you intrigued a- in that business as you move forward in your career? Because I know you're, I know you're not done or you just more the, more of the traditional technology side or you don't know. You
0: no, know, I think, um, that's one of the challenges, you know, Trent, you and i talked about one of the challenges of exiting a business and, you know, love the way it all happened. It's nice to have bookends on a business where you can look yeah. back at a, at a body of work and the people that worked with you win and the investors win, the people that trusted you, um, your customers win. It just a, feels good to, to have that, but the, it really presents some challenges on like what to do next. And that's, uh, that's where it's it's almost a gift and a curse to be able to say, okay, well, you know, what's this next version look like? And when anything is possible, it can sometimes be overwhelming. I do, I do, um, I do think AI is interesting. I have some, uh, I'm I'm contemplating some investments in in a business that's trying to pivot towards AI. I'm just not quite sure if if it's, if that's going to create a moat as an investor that won't be replicated quickly by another instance of AI. So I'm kind of confused as to how to, how to, uh, how to like be a good investor on this front. I saw that Sequoia made a uh, seed investment for um, an AI uh, business for legal, which seems to make a lot of sense to me. Like they can, this AI instance apparently can go through all of Westlaw, all of the documentation, all case law, and give you what is germane about your instance that is, you know, that would normally take dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of, you know, 500 bucks an hour. So that kind of stuff is intriguing. But I'm not, I'm not really quite sure what, where to make money in AI yet.
2: Well, Steve, thanks for being with us. Always fun. Man, I think we're going to have to have a repeat show. Thanks for listening Absolutely. to At Home with yes. Roby. And go do the Golden Rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around on your face. Have a great day.